Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. Uh, and this is Max Rushton. Yeah, Max was in for Andy this afternoon. Mm. He said a mixture of him and Charlie will be in for Andy over the next uh, week or so. And uh, we, had, we had various chats, didn't we? We covered some ground. Well, I had a lovely time. As well, I've said good. to you before, it's, it's, it's the dream role. I imagine Andy will be listening to the pods. He's what a lazy life he's got. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he, you know he's going to take that. Oh, work. he really you will. Yeah, he'll say, yeah, you're work. right. I've been stealing a living for mm. fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> also, we spoke about David Beckham's problems in uh, naming his team into Miami. Uh, the good people at Inter Milan have taken exception, and we got a trademark expert on a trademark expert, which our uh, producer, despite being from the West Country, mm. said couldn't be a real expert because he had a bit of a West Country he's accent. Very West Country is. West countries from someone who comes from Torquay. <laughs> no, he's he, he has yourself. no voice. Eh? You can say that yeah. because you're from the West Country. We could never say that. Are there no law firms in the West Country? No, none. <laughs> See, that doesn't stack up. <laughs> take the take the notice. Take, there's no laws in the West. It's lawless. Martial yeah. law yeah. in Somerset. Take, who knew? Take no notice of him. Uh, anyway, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Yeah, so nice to be in the in the easy chair, as I've mentioned. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I think it's it's a it's what I've found after sitting in this chair is just re, really realizing how easy the likes of Jacobs, you know, Cundy, Goff, yeah, how they have it. And and what's well, worth they explaining to the listeners what's what's taken out of your hands when you're in that that role? So currently, right now. The heavy lifting, the show is being done by Paul Hawksby, a master of the art, may I say. <laughs> you know, and that means you have to introduce all the guests. Yeah. You have to do the timing. You have to throw to the break. You have to throw to the news. Yeah. You have to lead the conversation. You have to listen to the producer. You have to listen to the producer. All those things. I, the person in this chair, the sort of the, the Jacobs role, yeah. as it is, you just occasionally, occasionally you will look at me. <laughs> Because you just want a little bit of a pause. Yeah. And I'll come up with this pretty banal question, and then I'll sit back for 10 minutes or so. Wow. And what i found is since doing the, the easy chair, I've got a much greater newfound respect 
for myself. Really? That's, that's my main conclusion. <laughs> so of it's it. been good for you then? It's been really, for my self esteem, it has been absolutely tremendous. So now, Paul, take it away. Take it away. Well, I'm, I, I'm here till four to sit here, but I'm not. I'm not well, planning look, to do a great will, deal. As I you will, say, just little three-yard passes. I will throw to you now and again. OK, um, But let's, let's explain why we want posties uh, oh, involved, God. people who work for uh, the postal service in this country. Because I work on the basis that many of them, their work is done there. And if they're not playing golf at the moment, mm -hmm. which many of them will be, they're in that pub their work's near. done. Yeah. They might just be out and about, sitting at home, just relaxing, yeah. listening to the show after a, a, a busy day, mm -hmm. a bit of a shoulder pain from the mm -hmm. bag today. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe a dog chased after them. Because it is... That kind of job. You never quite know what's going to happen. Well, you know you're going to be posting letters, mm. but beyond that. Mm. Uh, and the reason I bring this up is right. that Rizzo Sari, the uh, Juventus chief, has is, is fallen out with the Italian post office. Oh, dear. Because um, he was talking about the pressure of the job, and he said, you know, if I'd wanted to avoid pressure, I would have taken a job at the post office. Right. So you can imagine um, the uh, Italian post office not particularly uh, happy. They've invited him on a day's work experience <laughs> at one of the country's 1,500 centres. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, they'll, they'll sort of take him out and feel the hot breath of a, of a Doberman well, on their backside as they're running back up the path, scaling a fence. I have some insight. Uh, because I once, when I was a you local did, radio you, did reporter... You, did, oh, right? OK, right. I thought you might have done the Christmas post. No, no, no. You, no, no, no you didn't do that one of those, yeah. Um, I, was, uh, uh, I was working for the BBC London, hmm. and for some reason, around Christmas, they wanted the Royal Mail wanted to show what it was, uh, you know, how much the post service did over Christmas. You know, there's so many things being sent. And this was, you know, this was when... This was the only way you could post things, really. Yeah. You know, they didn't have all the competition that they have now. So the idea was to to, to show me and some other journalists what it was like to be a letter, right? <laughs> to be a letter. To be a letter. So they followed your so path as if you I, were a letter. I was picked up right, yeah. from a post box on Marylebone High Street, hmm. and I was put in the back of a red van. Not right? in a sack. Not in a sack. I was not. I was able to breathe for the whole thing. Right. <laughs> I was driven to Stansted Airport, yeah. right? <laughs> I was then... This sounded a little bit like a gangster film. <laughs> Sounds a bit Guy Ritchie, doesn't it? I was then I was then put in an aeroplane and flown to... Were well, you in the hold? <laughs> or did they give you a seat? They, put, they should have put you in a sack <laughs> yeah, in no, the hold. Absolutely right. It wasn't that... It was about minus 30. It, it wasn't that immersive an experience, unfortunately. Yeah. I was flown to Inverness, and then wow. I was put in a smaller aeroplane, yeah. and I was flown to Stornoway. Because right? we was, I was being posted to Stornoway. Right? Okay, right. And it was at one point when it was about one in the morning in a, in the sorting office in Inverness. Oh yeah, but between the airports, we went to the sorting office to be sorted. So was right? it one of those? It was. Uh, was it a, a kind of package that you talked about, or was it? Mm. Let's let's head to Stornoway now, <laughs> where Max Rushton is just on his way to the person. Exactly that. that. So it was like yeah. it was a whole day's programming. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah, dipping yeah. in and dipping out. Brilliant. But the business editor of the Independent was a sort of grumpy old Welshman. Yeah. And I'll I'll do it without the swearing, but at, <laughs> at about one in the morning he went, "What the bleep? Can I write about a bleeping sorting office?" And then it comes in, it gets sorted, it goes away again. That was it. And that was it. And then we landed in Stornoway. Welsh, you say? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm relaxed. I'm in the easy. You do chair, all the accents, I'm do you? Relaxed. Yeah. You got to put a bit more effort into the accents, I think. And, he, and then, then we got to Stornoway, yeah. and it was so windy we couldn't leave for a week. 
So I just had a week's holiday in Stornoway. In Stornoway. Yeah. So I, that's my insight in being. What was it like? What was it like for a week? Did you? Was it like local hero? Did you? <laughs> did you fall? Did you fall in love with anybody there? Fantastic. <laughs> I have a number of children. Oh, in okay. Stornoway. You, yeah, that, you I, I pay. I pay. You know. I you pay, pay my maintenance. Way. I that's pay good. My, I don't see that's them a lot, good. but I pay my way. That's good. That's yeah. nice. Well, well, look, we're interested to hear from people who work in. I mean, you can give us a call. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four, because Maurizio Sari thinks your job's easy. He said it's without pressure. But I need to know about the pressures of your job, whether you're in the sorting office, whether you're out on the road with the bag, whatever you do, whatever role you play. Um, let's, let's put, let's school Maurizio Sara. I mean, we know he's a big listener because he, he often tunes in to see if Andy's going to slag him off, which he does most days, even though he's not been at Chelsea for about eight months. So um, do let us know about uh, the travails of the postal workout and we'll put um, Sari right today. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Uh, Maurizio Sarri has said um, that if he wanted a job without pressure, he would have become a postman. And uh, the Italian Postal Service have gone nuts. Um, and now the British Postal Service are, are following suit uh, via TalkSport. Uh, although Mike, you're, really, you're really you're sort of gaslighting this situation, aren't you? Well, I am really. really, really yeah. And you'll yeah. be pleased, though, because he's not a massive Sarri fan. Although Mike says, uh, my favourite TalkSport moment came whilst delivering mail. Andy's rant about Fernando Torres a few years back. I laughed so much I couldn't post letters <laughs> for about five minutes. <laughs> So um, keep them coming, keep in your uh, your tales of, uh, of working for the postal service and just how tough it is and how pressurised it is coming. And we'll pass these all on. All these emails been sent to Maurizio Sari, and I'm sure he'll read them all and, and write back individually. Mm, Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet TSH and J. We touched on something yesterday, which was uh, the fact that David Beckham may have to change the name of his new Inter Miami franchise because um, they have just lost the first part of a trademark battle in court with the Serie A giants into Milan. Uh, pretty embarrassing, because, mm. you know, all the marketing's done, uh, people are supporting that the shirts have been designed. You thought you'd... You might have... Do you think they Inquired? Just, they just didn't remember that Inter was a team. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a brand new name here. So, what, what are the issues here? Lee Curtis is a chartered trademark attorney. Good afternoon, Lee. Uh, good afternoon. Lee, my initial reaction to this was, because a team like Manchester City have got New York City, uh, Melbourne City, and they're doing this around the country, you could argue um, that uh, other teams are doing this. You could suddenly look at that and think Inter-Miami must be something to do with Inter-Milan. I think that's a reasonable argument, and I, I think Inter-Milan probably have a justified claim that people would associate them, because... I think if you say Inter to any any football fan, they immediately think of of that football club in Italy. Yeah. So, I mean, what 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 can they do? Can they? I mean, what would do? Do we know how uh, Inter uh, Miami are fighting this? Or what what well, their actually, argument what, would what's be? What's happened is, ironically, Inter Miami started the dispute off. Um, <laughs> well, because... they've asked Inter Milan to change their name. <laughs> Only well, they, David yeah. Beckham would do that. <laughs> Um, Inter Milan filed a trademark application at the, the United States Patent Office to effectively try and monopolise the term Inter in, mm. um, in the US for football merchandise, and they did that back in 2014. So that application trundled along, and then um, Inter Miami popped up in 2018, tried to register their mark, um, and then by that time, this Inter, um, Inter Milan Inter application had got through to what they call advertisement where anyone can oppose and and inter miami actually opposed inter milan's inter application because i think what they were scared of is if 
in to get this registration, as you say, there's a potential that they could um, force Inter Miami to change its name. There's, there's arguments for and against that, mm. but that's what they're scared about. But this was actually initiated by Inter Miami, not Inter Milan. Wow. That's quite extraordinary. I, I, does it seem a very sort of open and closed case? Do you can you see which way this is definitely going to go, or, or, or this will take a long time? I would say on 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 the opposition, I would say Inter Milan are in a very strong position. Um, mm. They basically got two arguments uh, into Miami in this opposition. What they said is, oh, there's lots of other Inter clubs around, and they've all got rights, and um, they are effectively trying to base an opposition based on other people's rights and. Once uh, Milan has said, well, that's stupid because you don't own um, these other clubs' rights. And what they did at the USTO, the patent office, they said that ground's got no chance of success. And effectively, the uh, patent office has agreed with them and chucked that ground out. But the Inter Miami have another ground. They're simply saying, well, if you see Inter, it doesn't look like a trademark because lots of other people are using it. So it can't act as a trademark. And what a trademark is, is like a badge of trade origin. So when you see Inter on something, you must immediately think of Inter Milan. Yeah. Now, that's a stronger argument, but I still think it's quite weak. Because, as you say, any football fan, you say Inter, just Inter, you think of Inter Milan. Yeah. Most people would think of Inter Milan. Um, so I think on the opposition, I would be much happier to be Inter Milan's lawyers than Inter Mami. Yeah. But there is another stage to this. They're not... If they get this registration, Inter Milan actually have to launch proceedings to stop Inter Miami actually using the brand. Right. They have to go through the courts. And now, whether they would actually do that, I don't know. Personally, I think it's maybe a mistake for Miami to kick all this off. I would have probably waited if they got a registration. And then they can be like, oh, why are you attacking us? Rather than yeah. them being on the, on the offensive. Yeah. Well, um, good to talk to you, Lee. Thank yeah. you very much for explaining you, all this. Uh, chartered trademark attorney, Lee Curtis. Uh, Ewan in Corby's got it nailed, though. He said, why don't they change the name to AC Miami, which would really annoy Inter, <laughs> and probably really well, annoy AC. I, I'd written Outer Miami. What about that? <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, we true. could do that. What should they what should, uh, change? What should they, they call themselves? They don't want them abbreviating it. Mm. I don't think they have a problem with them calling themselves Inter Miami. Right. But uh, it's just calling themselves Inter. Okay. They'll have a I think out, how, where is it in the, is the stadium out, on the outskirts? Out, well, I think well, it's, yeah, out, of Miami. out of Miami works, doesn't yeah, it? Well, for that everyone, work, you can yeah. do better than that. Eight to eighty-nine. Everything you needed to know about uh, trademarks there, possibly oh, too I much. I really enjoyed that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby Max Rushton here on TalkSport. Um, the show has essentially been all about Maurizio Sarri today and the mm, fact he turned yes. on the Italian... Well, he didn't turn on the Italian post office. He said if he if he wanted a job without pressure, he would have joined the post office and the Italian post office gone mad. They've invited him in for a day's work experience, which makes it sound like if he does like the job, he can stay on <laughs> and then leave being in charge of Juve it's and quite, all that that entails. Tr- work experience is a tricky thing to do, though, isn't it? You don't want to be too keen. No. You don't want to be aloof, do you? We have a lot of work experience here, you know, and you can always tell... So you don't want Sari to deliver all the letters. No. Because then people are like, I've worked my whole life to do this. But yeah. you don't want You've been to... a bit too busy, exactly. son. Just back off a little yeah, bit. Totally. Yeah, So it's hard to know how Sari will play that. Uh, I'm Jason in Corby. I'll have to edit this. I'm a postier, not quite done yet. He was still working an hour or so ago. I didn't want to save an elderly lady's life back when I was a cadet, he said. Wow. They, have cadets, they have the post office cadets? I didn't <laughs> I know wasn't about aware that. aware of this. She had left her gas on overnight, the fire brigade, uh, to break in to get her out of the bungalow. So there we are. The other tale involved some kind of toy that we can't really talk about <laughs> no, this sort of day. No, wasn't I'm... Stretch Armstrong, put it that way. <laughs> um, thank you, Jason. Yeah, Alan in Weatherby, who mm. is... Uh, uh, he's, he's letting the side down, really. Yeah. I finished my round at two. I still have the afternoon pressures of shuffling my fantasy football team. I'm fourth. That's yeah. pressure. He says. There was revelations in today's son. There was a woman who said she used to be Adolf Hitler's neighbour. I thought, there's your sitcom pilot. <laughs> um, also, a bloke, this is, uh, talk about a bit of front. This is some of a bit of front. Now, mm-hmm. uh, this was a story. It said a workman stunned commuters, we're told by the son, by getting on the tube, balancing a full English breakfast and a cuppa. The man thought to be a builder, they said, because they could just see the top half of his backside mm-hmm. in what's called a Dagenham smile. Uh, ate beans, sausages, mushrooms, bacon and scrambled eggs from a china plate. And he slurped, the words only tabloids use, yeah. he slurped from a mug of tea as passengers slavered eyeing up his meal. Is that what happened? Yeah, like rabid dogs. <laughs> just like frothing at the yeah. moment. Well, it's interesting. But well, the, the backstory is yeah. clearly uh, our man here, builder, is yeah. supposed to be on site uh, and is, is, is running late. He's in the cafe with his mates. He's running late. And he said, blimey, I didn't realise it was that late. I'll take it with me. You don't mind, do you? And, and he's had a word, and he's taken the plate Absolutely. and the cup of tea and he'll just, just take, return it tomorrow. Take a set two. Take a set two <laughs> and uh, extra hash browns. Interestingly, though, on the, on, on the slathering commuters alongside him. Yeah. The, the fact of the day from the Daily Star is a really pleasant one. Humans produce enough saliva during an average lifetime to fill two swimming pools. Oh, really? Mm. That's a horrible thing. You wouldn't want to go swimming, though, particularly, would you? <laughs> 
You wouldn't. I mean, would you, do you know what? Would the Olympics be better or worse? Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> worse. A very good Ian question. Thorpe, that's the two hundred meter butterfly in the saliva of yeah, someone that, who has recently passed on. That and is all. All of his work is in the Olympic pool. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's dragged up for his new TV show. He's uh, he he dressed as a woman to go undercover in his latest show. Right. And, you know, it didn't massively work. It did look like Gordon Ramsay uh, <laughs> working one of the West End clubs. Um, he hid in a wig, frock and hat in a bid to save... Now, he's got a new TV series. Can you imagine what the TV series... I was quite shocked to discover it's a show in which he tries to save a failing restaurant. No way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's it right. could work. It's called it? 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Can there be any more failing restaurants that he hasn't saved? Is How he... many restaurants can you go in and say, paint the walls white and, and cut the menu down by 75%? And, and you know, I want, I need six of you to cry. Yeah. I need one of you to walk out in a half. And the deal is, I'll do up your restaurant for free. <laughs> it's a great deal, isn't it? Um, now, uh, when do you think people are stressed most? There is a, a time of the day. Yeah. What time do you think it is? Most stressful, most time. stressful time of mm. the day. Uh, oh, that's a very good question. Mm. I go eleven minutes past two. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you're way out. It's quite specific. Mums and dads are at their most stressed at twelve minutes past seven. Oh, mums and dads. You oh, didn't say mums oh, and dads. Yeah, so you I said when all, are I'd people? Take, I take it when all are back. people? Okay. You said yeah. Twelve minutes past seven on weekdays. Oh, okay. Uh, getting children out of bed, having breakfast, is their biggest headache. Yeah, I can one see in, that. Definitely see that. Yes. One in ten parents admitted to be so wound up yeah. they had left the house in their slippers, according to a survey, I presume by a slipper manufacturer. I don't know. Um, do you, I don't even think one in ten parents wear slippers, do they? <laughs> How many people wear slippers? Do you wear slippers? I've got a pair of slippers. Have you got a pair of slippers? Yeah, yeah, do you don them. don them every morning? Not in the morning, no. no. I tend not don them. Maybe donned in the evening. Okay. So do you, when you get home, yeah. do, you, do you get home and then say, I'm putting these tracksuit trousers on with me? I'm... My, I'm not leaving the I house. I'm telling about tracksuit. Okay, you just wear. I presume you're dressed in sunset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, it, yeah. you're not naked gotta, through the door. Apart from the smoking jacket, I don't really change into anything. Because when when I get in, I like to I like to make basically I'm making the call. No one needs to know. Yeah, I'm putting these tracksuit trousers on. It means I am not leaving the house. You're you're, for any you're off duty. I'm, in, I'm off duty. Once they go on, yeah, but I don't. They baggy, I, although they're quite tight ones um, that uh, like the young kids I've, are I've wearing. Got, I've got a selection. Oh, okay. But, so you know, me and my wife sort of share them. The, we both like the one blue Isn't pair. hers tracksuit yeah, yeah, trousers? Yeah. Nice, lovely touch. It's a nice touch. Secret to a happy marriage. Uh, Let's play a game called Guess the Attendance. Oh, I mean, it's a great and game. And it's not actually Guess the Attendance of a football match. Right. Uh, this comes from my uh, good friend Dave Morley, who sent me this earlier on. He lives in Dorking, yeah. and, and the Dorking Wanderers yes. have, are delighted after plans to dramatically boost their stadium capacity received approval. Right. Dave was quite taken by the specific nature of the increase. Uh, in their capacity. So, uh, Max, just yes. see how Justin feels every weekend. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want you to guess the attendance of the new revamped Meadowbank Dorking Wanderers ground. What's it going oh, to be? Do I have any? I don't, you don't tell me what the, where they are in the pyramid. Uh, no, where, where are they in the pyramid? Well, okay. until they lost to AFC Filed okay, in the so FA Trophy. Okay, oh, look right. at our producer. What's the Dorking playing, John? It's, you'll be playing them soon. National League National South. League okay. South. Okay, so they've okay, just so got they've an just, idea. It's, you want the, the current, the new capacity. The new capacity of is, Dorking Wanderers is Stadium. 722. No, no, no. They've, they've got much, much bigger oh, really? plans oh, than really? that. 1,408. 
No, no, no. They're reaching for the stars. Oh, 75,000. No. <laughs> well, somewhere in between. I'll put you out your misery and say Dave was right. The, the, the local paper said Meadowbank revamp will swell capacity to 3,048. Not bad at all. Not 3,047. No, no. Or 3,046. No. He did point out, what if a couple of uh, fairly tubby lads turn up for a game? <laughs> What's going to happen then? Well, do you know what, though? It has given me a great insight to the pressures that Justin and Barry feel yeah. every Sunday. Paul G has been in touch. Oh, yeah. Surely the sitcom about Hitler's neighbour would be called Mrs. Braun's Boys. Very good. <laughs> oh, and, come uh, on. Uh, Peter in Manchester says that uh, Mark Spitz would be good in the saliva pool, wouldn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. He, cer- he certainly would. This is what they want. Yeah. Imagine that sitcom pilot. He's making a lot of noise. Well, I'm not complaining. You can go and complain. I'm not complaining. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're back tomorrow with the manager of the Chagos Islands, John Motson. And two Harlem Globetrotters, who I'm guessing will be tall. You'd hope so. And he's deliberately gone away because he hates having pictures with Harlem Globetrotters who've been here many times over the years and just looking ridiculously <laughs> short. He absolutely <laughs> hates Why it. don't we get a cardboard cut out of Andy, Yeah, make it two inches shorter than Andy is, yes. and put <laughs> it next to the Andy. Harlem Globetrotters? Where does one find a cardboard cut out of Andy Jacobs? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, easy. I bet you have, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that Alan Partridge <laughs> thing, isn't it? I bet you have at home. <laughs> So anyway, uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow from one. Thanks for uh, listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.